Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies, usually movies, in a variety of categories from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film or sometimes TV show is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for a new episode and get ready to dive into the world of film or television. Uh, with top five from the Ray Taylor Show. In this episode, I am ranking my top five episodes, TV episodes from the series Black Mirror, specifically season one and two, or series one and two, as they are called in the UK, where this show started, uh, where Black Mirror uh, British started as a British anthology series uh, created by Charlie Booker, Brooker. Uh, the episodes explored uh, a diversity of genres, uh, but most are set in a near future type of reality with sci-fi, new sci-fi technology. Uh, some of the technology and themes have started to appear in our current reality, which is very interesting. Uh, the show itself is very similar in a lot of ways to Twilight Zone, but obviously with a focus of technology. Uh, and it's a show, as I said, started in as a British show, but later found a new audience in the U.S. with Netflix when it partnered to Netflix. And then when Netflix later eventually just purchased the show outright, I believe, you know, bring brought the show to a completely new audience here in America and uh, kept producing more episodes uh, so the first two seasons were produced by Channel 4 in the UK, uh, and uh, it, they all have very believable tech that is used in these shows to tell very different, uh, very real, but also very brutal uh, different stories uh, and how the technology uh, is kind of implemented. Very interesting. I reviewed two separate movies this past week that both reminded me of Black Mirror episodes, one being Ex Machina, the second being Strange Days. Uh, both have very interesting technology twists to them and uh, could easily have been episodes or movies that were spun off uh, by Black Mirror. When I first heard of Black Mirror, I mentioned yesterday, on Ray's Days, talking about the podcast Totally Rad Show, which no longer exists, but was the place I first heard about Black Mirror before it was available in the U.S. And uh, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, one of the hosts of the Totally Rad Show, uh, Dan Trachtenberg, who is also the director of movies like 10 Cloverfield Lane and Prey, also directed an episode of Black Mirror once it came to the U.S. Uh, the episode is from season three titled Playtest, which I will be ranking season three next week. So if you want to see where that episode ranks. Uh, but it's interesting, the small world of coincidences, how things have tied themselves together. Uh, but with all of that said, I did rewatch the seven episodes that comprise the first and second season of Black Mirror. I ranked those episodes. So let us get into that ranking as I count down my top five episodes from season one and two 
of Black Mirror. Starting off with number five, this is a episode. I loved all of these episodes, but the two that did not make the list, you know, there's definitely issues that, you know, reasons why I, I should say that I just they didn't they didn't hit me as much as these do. And there's probably a lot of criteria why they hit me in a certain way. Uh, but anyway, starting off with number five is the third episode from season one, The Entire History of You. Uh, this is in the premise of this episode. Uh, people have these brain implants that basically record memory, very similar in a lot of ways to the technology in Strange Days. Although Strange Days recorded the overall experience, the visceral experience, and, and the different sensory inputs from a moment as well, where this is more of recording audio and video of a moment uh, to enhance your memory, which is definitely something that we use our smartphones for, but the technology in this episode deals with a lens in your eye that not only allows you to record, but also replay uh, things in more of an augmented reality type of a fashion. Uh, you have a little remote that allows you to control uh, through your menus, almost similar to the early iPod kind of construction, how you controlled the early iPods. But uh, so it's a movie that has that ab ability to record memories. And it primarily, the story focuses around a marriage and how this type of technology could serve to ultimately destroy a marriage. Uh, our main character, the man in this uh, episode, uh, let me see if I could bring up the actor, see if that's an easy thing to do real quick here. Uh, probably won't be, but let's try it out anyway. So the Toby Kebble and Jody Whitaker. He uh, he's a lawyer. Beginning of the episode has like an interview, and he's like doesn't like the way a certain thing was worded, a certain statement was worded, and he's constantly going back through, replaying that memory of that interview to see what the problem is. Uh, he's at a dinner party with his wife, and he's noticing her. She has particular attention spending a little bit more time with and and reacting to a person in that party a certain way and uh, thinking that she may have had a past relationship and seeing how being stuck in that past basically being stuck in the past and being able to relive the past and relive past moments how it can seem on the surface to be great Right. There's many scenes in this episode where at the party they're showing off like memories. So instead of like in the past when people would show slides of pictures they took on a vacation, now you can watch video moments. Uh, you, you, if you want to complain about something in your apartment, you can actually show them how you experience these things you're complaining about. Like it really... And the ability to like stream that those memories to a TV is seamless. Um, so very interesting and very grounded way, as many of the Black Mirror episodes are, of, of using this technology in a way that makes it feel not only like it could easily exist and we, because it's, it's providing a need, right? It's, it's enhancing your memory, which is something we use our phones for. 
whether it's taking pictures, recording audio notes, uh, taking notes with your calendar, to-do list, all the different tools that you can use your phone uh, to help you remember or to make it so you don't have to remember. Uh, it also allows you to recall certain moments, um, which also has some of the downsides with being able to view past sexual moments with old relationships, uh, which is kind of in some ways an invasion of privacy. Like if you were in a, a relationship today and maybe you recorded some of those moments, those you know, those private moments, and then later you break up, uh, still having access to those and being able to share those moments uh, is a little uh, over the line. But in this reality, you know, it's it's even a new a new level of that. Also, they use the feature the their baby has an implant, so when they come home from the party, they can replay what their baby experienced to see how the babysitter provided care. And so it's very similar to what like a, a nanny cam would be, but you're actually, one, you're implanting something in your baby that is questionable, right? <laughs> really taking away any privacy your child will have for its entire life as long as it has that implant in it but also being able to review how the nanny took care of the baby when it's crying or not happy or just when different things happen. You can replay all of those things and you have access to all those things. It was very kind of a creepy idea, but it's, it's mainly something that forces a wedge between this couple as this guy uncovers that her connection with this other dude is more than what she says. And seeing this guy really kind of spin out of control, right? With the use of alcohol as well, but really spinning out of control. Uh, in some ways, a bit of a descent into madness. Something that, that causes him to really, really go the next level and see how when you assault somebody and you have this implant, you end up becoming the proof that will put you because your memories not only are stored but they're accessible by people and also this this episode kind of hints at the movement in people that have had that have had their implant gouged as they call it uh aka removed which there was one lady at the the party who had hers gouged right somebody stole it so now all of her memories could then be sold to somebody else. So anything that has been saved about her watching herself take a shower, whatever she's had saved, all of the many things are now, you know, stolen by somebody else, which is scary. But she likes having no connection to that, not having that implant anymore. So it sets up this kind of world and how it's used and it's a lot of the downfalls of this technology in an interesting way um, with it ends up him gouging himself, which I thought was, uh, you know, just kind of the dark conclusion to that episode. So coming in at number five, my fifth favorite episode of Black Mirror from the first two seasons is uh, season one, episode three, the entire history of you. Great, right? 
Uh, moving on to my fourth favorite episode from the first two seasons of Black Mirror. Uh, this one is kind of insane. So this one is season one, episode one, the national anthem. This is the first episode of Black Mirror that aired and in so many ways is a very wild first episode to release because this episode is about a it's in the UK a princess being kidnapped princess Susanna is kidnapped and is demanding uh the prime minister to have sex with a pig on live TV like that is the ransom right and the majority of this episode is them trying to track down who kidnapped her who's requesting this they are trying to find out ways in which they can simulate this because they don't want to actually show him do this thing but it is a wild thing for a show that is so centered around technology where it's clear that there is a level of technology in this world but it is not it is pretty it is almost like now you could almost do these things now that are in this episode. But to have it be this wild first episode uh, is crazy. So the big swing that it takes is one of the reasons why it's at number four. Doesn't really, isn't necessarily as technological as some of the other stuff, right? The, the video that they sent, the ransom video, ended up going public like somebody ripped it. And have posted it up on YouTube and it went viral. They were getting 50,000 views right away. It's trending on Twitter, right? This story went global. So the news organizations who were trying to keep it secret because they were asked by the government to not broadcast the story. It already went global. So they were kind of forced in some ways to comment on it. Right. They try to do a deep fake. Right. Which is kind of commonplace now. Uh, but at the time, very new tech, I guess, uh, of the time. It's a very dark comedy. Very much. There's even a reference to Dogma 95, which I appreciate as somebody who loves film, who loves the idea of what Dogma 95 was, which was like a, a list of rules for directors to follow in order to be certified. Uh, in this film movement that was anti-technology in a lot of ways, uh, was a, a lot of the rules that were part of Dogma 95 was like just the the elimination of special effects. It is a direct comment on the nature of where film has gone, where so much of film is CG, digital. Very few things are actually captured in camera. And Dogma 95 is really about creating a movie that is 100% captured in camera, using specific cameras, following specific rules. And it's kind of fun that this show is a commentary on technology, just as that film movement was. So it's kind of interesting to see Dogma 95 referenced. Uh, during this thing, she like a finger gets cut off, right? Supposedly because they found out that they were trying to fake the recording, which goes against the rules. Uh, there's a reporter that's trying to investigate. The police accidentally shoot the reporter. So it's just 
a situation that keeps causing more and more trouble as they're trying to not do what is asked of them to do. Um, and then the way it ends where you find out that everything was in many ways an art piece and considered to be one of the greatest works of modern art uh, is kind of crazy, right? This whole thing created by an artist, completely fraudulent, but in using the the paranoia, by using new technology, by using uh, forcing people to do something that would completely shame them, uh, was able to create this insane video that because it was broadcast live, there is no way to keep that from getting out into the public and for lasting forever online. It will forever be something that Prime Minister is connected to. So it's an amazing first episode of the series uh, and not, I would say, not a good representation of what the show is in general, but a crazy episode and a lot of fun. So that's why it's at number four. Uh, from episode one, season one, the national anthem. Crazy, crazy episode. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs. And now, back to the show. So moving on to my third favorite episode of the first two seasons of Black Mirror. Uh, this also comes from season one. This is one that probably has the most unique world building out of all the episodes. Uh, so coming in at number three is 15 Million Merits. Season one, episode two. It's almost like a digital prison. All of the walls are screens. You have, um, oh, who is that actor's name? He's so great. Um, his name that works with, uh, works with uh, Daniel Kaluuya, early young Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, he is meets somebody like they make get merits by riding these stationary bikes. Right. That I'm sure produce power. And while they're riding these bikes, they can there's like entertainment constantly being pumped and everything costs merits. And he tries to get this girl that he likes into this show that is very much like a America's Got Talent. It's specifically designed, I think, to imitate the America's Got Talent. It's definitely a commentary on that on people's desire to become famous um so he thinks she's going to be a good singer so he pays 15 million merits to get her to do it and she ends up not being accepted for her singing but instead recruited to work in porn 
which he is constantly bombarded with what would be pop-ups in on normal web browsing is in this world this prison of video screens is constantly interrupted with ads and pop-ups and porn that if you want to cancel it costs you money just as much as it would if you watch it so in many ways a hell and then he gets his way onto the show right earns another 15 million credits merits to get on this show to threaten to kill himself on live tv and the way this ends with him with them turning that rebellion into more content is just so on point with fame and celebrity and even the rebellion of these things is monetized in a way and just you know it's it's a crazy episode definitely the the most world building out of the first three episodes of the season of the show uh so that's why it's coming in at number three my favorite of season one um and my third favorite of the first two seasons uh which coming in at number three 15 million merits season one episode two i should say but it's my my favorite of the first season. Moving on to my second favorite episode of Black Mirror from the first two seasons of Black Mirror. This was brutal. This is one where you don't know what's going on until the very end. And when you see what when you see the explanation for everything, it is like mind blowing. It is brutal. Season two goes next level with the brutality. Uh, and coming in at number two is season two, episode two, The White Bear, right? You have this woman waking up, doesn't know where she is. She kind of like finds little clues and she's in this house. She finds some things. She kind of leaves and she sees these people like just re everybody's recording her on her phone, not interacting. She's like asking for help. What's going on? She has bandages on her arm. She doesn't know what anything is, right? She wakes up, doesn't have any memory. And she's going, she thinks she's being chased by somebody who's out to get her. She partners up with these other people. And then she ends up getting to a place where she thinks she's going to turn off the signal that's brainwashing all these people. And then it turns out that she is part of a live TV show that is broadcasting her being freaked out by all these people as she's filmed because she's a prisoner. And this is her punishment for participating in the murder of a child that she filmed and her her boyfriend or fiance or whatever at the time as he committed these acts so this is forever her punishment where she gets her mind erased and every day and it almost is a, a theme park of people going they take a class to learn how they need to interact to stay safe and it's like this live interactive story where this woman who is being punished lives, relives every day and shows not only it really makes you feel bad for her, even though she's a horrible person, but to turn people who are supposedly being punished for a crime into some dark, sadistic form of entertainment and how people get pleasure out of seeing somebody get tortured it's like, man, who is the monster in this situation? It's definitely an episode that brings up a lot of questions that it definitely has, you know, kind of a Truman Show vibe to it. But Truman Show as like prison, which is insane. 
and and the idea of like two wrongs making a right like somehow torturing this person which is a lot of what prison is torturing these people that have committed crimes doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily justifiable just because they did a horrible thing like doing two horrible things doesn't make the situation right just makes it even worse so brutal episode it's amazing how it's written where everything once you figure out everything it is just like holy shit i don't know if it would logistically work out that way where i i can imagine it'd be so easy for any of these people these spectators to do the wrong things or to get harmed the fact that there are actors that are kind of buddying with her to try and escape like there's a lot of opportunity for things to go very wrong um which on some level makes the whole idea not really work out but it's um, it's an insane idea uh so just from a creative aspect but also just on a, a level of like what are we really doing here with with prisons and 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 punishments and things like that it it's it's kind of an amazing film uh so coming in at number two is the white bear from episode two season two of black mirror let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about are you a fan of art movies and all things entertainment then you need to check out youtube.com slash inspired disorder our page is jam-packed with all kinds of great content including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings but that's not all we also feature daily episodes from the ray taylor show a podcast that brings you movie reviews tv show reviews episode recaps opinion on news and entertainment and much more there's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories and if that wasn't enough we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics so why wait head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer and now back to the show Moving on to my favorite episode from season one and two of Black Mirror. This is an insane episode. This is by far the most brutal episode. This also deals with punishment, deals with law enforcement. Uh, and this episode, coming in at my number one, my favorite episode of Black Mirror from season one and two is season two, episode four, White Christmas. This episode has John Hamm, probably the first U.S. actor to be in one of these episodes. Also, I think it may have been an episode that was co-produced with Netflix, possibly. I don't know if that's exactly true, but it is the fourth episode, the last episode of season two. And it has kind of a Christmas vibe to it. It is supposedly Christmas, and it is John Hamm and this other guy in a cabin. The guy doesn't know what he's there for. And John Hamm's trying to form a, a conversation with him. And we learn a little bit about John Hamm, what he did. He was used to be work for a company, or he used to have a business that was kind of like a, uh, a, a, a dating guru for dudes who were awkward and didn't know how to hit on women or, you know, sweet talk or just kind of to help them get confidence with the opposite sex he provided this service with you know this fantasy technology where he could see what the guy sees he could communicate with an earpiece 
and was kind of like the Cyrano de Bergerac kind of a thing with research capabilities and helping this guy on dates, right? And the big thing was the best place to go pick up on women is like a holiday party for a company because that's where people who are normally having to be straight laced and put together can finally let loose. And it kind of, a lot of people's inhibitions are a lot lower in that situation. And during one of these sessions with this guy, trying to help out this nerdy guy, meets a girl, she's super into it, she finds out he fi- they find out and there's also it's like a club so it's not just John Ham it's a, the other guys that are part of this group right so there's all of these people are all watching in at the same time they're all kind of giving their advice and they do that for each other it's like a group but it turns out that this guy ends up hooking up with a girl that is actually wants to commit suicide and thinks that he wants to do like a a Romeo and Juliet type of a sayonara to life. So he ends up witnessing a murder, suicide, double suicide, whatever it is. So he sees this guy dying and he tries to get it. So you, you know that part, but you don't know why he's there talking to this guy in the cabin. Later on, you find out, right? You see the company that he worked for, was that he made these personal assistants, right? It would be like what is like an iHome today, like a device that controls all of the different things in your home. But how they do that is they basically clone your essence into a device. So similarly in some ways to like severance, kind of, you basically replicate the person you are, but you're put into this little device and you exist in that device. A, a version of you exists in this device, a prison in this device. And that version of you is a slave to yourself, right? The idea is that you know all of your preferences for things. So you would be able to know when you need to wake up, keep you on track with all the things you need to do, get your toast to the right doneness like to have your coffee ready at a certain time, right? It makes sense on a capitalism level uh, that it would be great. But then he's the one that like breaks you. He's the one that breaks that version of you that is now existing in this device for eternity. And one of the ways he's able to do that is by simulating time to fast forward time to make it seem like you've existed in this device for weeks, months, years, whatever he wants, to do it just enough to break you, but not enough to make you go crazy. Which is an amazing idea. And you find out as he's talking to this guy and this guy that he's in this cabin with kind of starts remembering and telling these stories. He's trying to basically get a confession out of this guy and then you realize that 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 whole scenario, John Hamm's character was inside of this fictionally constructed cabin that this guy accidentally was responsible for killing the person that was watching. Like he was a guy that was in a relationship uh, and he was kind of a dirtbag. And there's a piece of technology where you can block somebody. Right. So he didn't like like his his partner is pregnant. He's kind of flipping out, potentially violent. She goes to block him. Right. So he looks like he is a silhouette of static 
and her the her and then her kid that she later has that he thinks is his is also static and while he's doing this he finds out that she he you know, like visits his kid but he you know keeps his distance cuz he's not supposed to be there and you see like she moves in with her her father and she has the the kid that he doesn't he she was going to give up but then she ends up keeping the kid and he kind of sees this kid as a staticky silhouette and then one day she dies in a train accident and he sees her image on the screen and he sees because she's died she's no longer blocked he's no longer blocked which also means that the kid is no longer blocked so he goes to meet his kid that he thinks is his kid and he finds out the kid is Asian, which he is not Asian. She's not Asian. He finds out clearly that it was her former coworker that was the one that impregnated her. And he still wants to take care of this kid because he's thought for years, six years, that this was his kid. And it's a great reveal. It's obviously, spoilers. Obviously, I should have said that. And then you see how the, the old man that's watching her grandpa ends up dying. And then this kid ends up like in the winter time ends up dying in the snow or whatever and the whole process this whole thing this whole episode was John Ham basically trying to get a confession out of this guy right because John Ham got busted for this other thing so the end of this which is the most brutal is finding out that this version of this guy, right, they implanted a version of him into a device so John Hamm could get this confession, right? So the the one version of this guy is in prison and will be sh shut in prison. The other version of this guy that is in the device that, that gave the confession is by the police decide to punish this guy by making him live in that cabin with a shitty song playing a shitty Christmas song playing for like 10,000 years, which is just absolute hell on earth. And then John Hamm, even though he got this confession, he is now put on the predator list, right? Like a sexual predator list, which in that version of reality with that technology means that he will be blocked to all society, which means all society will be blocked to him. So now when he's out in the world, John Hamm only sees staticky silhouettes and he is a red staticky silhouette, which indicates why he's being blocked. So everybody just sees a clearly a predator. And he only so he's like in this crazy prison. So both John Hamm and this other guy, the version of this other guy that's in the device living 10,000 years with the same song stuck, which he can never he's just he's just go completely insane. It is the most brutal. It is amazing story, but also the most brutal conclusion to any of these episodes. It is insane how White Christmas ends which is so much different than the 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 heartwarming joyful movie that is titled White Christmas uh that is a fun christmas story about making an old war general feel wanted and accepted outside of war. Th season 2 episode 4 is absolutely brutal and was easily my number 1. It is crazy. Uh so number 1 my favorite Black Mirror episode not only because of the technology, not only because it's like everything together. Uh, White Christmas, my favorite Black Mirror episode.
honorable mentions uh be right back is one where it's a technology where they use ai like you input all of the text messages and emails from somebody that passed away and ai creates a a artificial version of that which you can chat to you can end up talking to and they even have a body that you can get to replace the person um very interesting version of that technology exists today uh but not quite at the level it didn't really do anything that's like oh it's not like really messed up or really interesting i don't know it was very interesting definitely was my number six and then the one i didn't really like is the waldo moment where a cartoon character basically runs for office ultimately loses but then that technology is basically used to destabilize governments in all kinds of other countries around the world um, and just kind of a bummer that it's just something that in many ways happens in many ways Trump was like the 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 living embodiment of this disgusting animated character uh, an interesting premise but ultimately is my least favorite of the seven episodes uh, so let me do a recap one more time of my favorite episodes my five favorite episodes of season one and two of black mirror this is my top five black mirror episodes from season one and two starting off with number five is the entire history of you number four is the national anthem number three is 15 million merits number two is the white bear and number one is white christmas I would love to hear how you would rank your favorite episodes from season one and two of Black Mirror. I will be doing season three next week and season four the week after that. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my rankings and analysis of my top five episodes of Black Mirror season one and two. Uh, these, uh, if there's any, let me know how you would rank them. Definitely. Uh, don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all new episode where I rank season three of black mirror and join the conversation by leaving a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. If you're watching this and as always see you again next week for more top five. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can...